Good evening, y'all, and happy Lord's Day. Thank you. Guys, uh, I came in today right before Mass from uh, trick-or-treating. Um, <laughs> I was over in one of the neighborhoods, and they were having their trick-or-treating things. i got to tell you, Thibodeau is the most amazing place in the world. Um, next to Disney, it's the only time I think parents can be kids again, right? Because at all the places that I've gone to so far, um, the parents dress up. With the kids. And like it's a whole family theme. It's the coolest thing. I've never seen that anywhere that I've ever lived. And I've lived in a lot of places. It's just a typical thing. I don't know. Maybe you can say something different. But um, we didn't grow up that way. We, we dressed up and we took off running through the neighborhoods. And the mom and dad were back at the house. It's the coolest thing. Anyway, um, that has nothing to do with the gospel today. Um, <laughs> today... <laughs> It's going to be one of those Gospels, uh, one of those homilies. Um, today, guys, have you ever heard this saying, um, like, that guy's all in, right? He's all in, or, or maybe he plays with heart, right? <clears throat> or someone might say, like, man, I eat, breathe, and sleep tennis or football, right? What does that mean, <laughs> right? It, it means that that whole person's world revolves around that Whatever it is, right? He's all in with football, right? Whatever it might be, it means that everything, from the waking of their moment, they put their feet on the ground, they're thinking about football, they're thinking about tennis, they're thinking about baseball, or the girl that they're in love with, or whoever it might be, whatever it is, they're all in. That means nothing else is getting in the way, right? We hear these phrases, um, and like last night, Colonels, phenomenal football game, right? Those guys played with heart. Right? And was it a perfect game? No. Did they mess up? Yeah, a couple times. Not a whole lot. <laughs> they still smoked them. But it was still a phenomenal game, right? Why? Well, whenever someone plays with heart, it doesn't mean this. It doesn't mean that you're not going to make a mistake. It doesn't mean that you're not going to fumble the ball. And it doesn't mean that you're going to do everything right. To play with heart says that, no, I made a mistake, but I'm not afraid to get back up and keep going. To play with heart means that, yeah, I fumbled the ball, but I'm not going to let it pull me down and not get back up and get your head back in the game, right? You see, there's something that we're built for. We're built to be all in. We're made this way by God himself. And that's what Jesus is getting to, right? In the Gospels today, this is exactly what Jesus is getting at. He's putting forth a really big a challenge, and it's a command that he's going to give, right? And really, sometimes we have to know what we're not supposed to do before we know what we're supposed to do. What do I mean by that? This is what Jesus is going to get into with the commandments, right? The commandments are the, the set of things that we're not supposed to do. Just avoid those, and you're going to be okay, right? So let's set the stage. With that in mind, being all in, we know it intrinsically in our day-to-day -day life. This is what Jesus is getting at, all right? Setting the stage. Jesus is talking to a bunch of college students, basically, is what he's talking to. They're scribes. They're young men. They're learned, right? The scribes were basically like your lawyers of the law, right? And so he was, I guess you could say he was at law school, right? And he was talking to the scribes. And right before this conversation, he was talking to them. They were questioning him about the resurrection of the dead, Right? And so Jesus eloquently and forcefully answers their question. And then one of the scribes goes, I want to get in on this action. You know how those intellectuals are, right? They want in on this intellectual debate that was going on. And so a scribe steps in. 
And he heard him disputing. And he says to Jesus, which commandment is the first of all? Okay, that doesn't sound like a big deal to us because we go, well, there's ten of them, just pick one. No, there were 613 commandments in the Jewish law. So, so this scribe is going, okay, Mr. Know-it-all, of the 613 commandments of the Jewish law, tell me which one's the most important. Right? He's a cocky little guy. And, and he thinks he's going to stump Jesus. And Jesus looks at him and goes, the first is this. Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is Lord alone and is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all of your strength. And the second is this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There's no other commandments greater than these. So of the 613, there's your top two. If you get those two right, you get the other 611. 13. Yeah, you get 611 right. Remember I felt remedial math three times? Yeah, I barely got that number right. So that's really, really important for us to know this, right? Because if we get these two right, then everything else is going to fall in place, right? So what is Jesus getting at, right? All right? Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all your mind and all your strength. Your heart, right? This is like your heart. You're all in, right? Your heart is where the soul is. Your heart is where love happens. And a lot of people say, oh, my heart is broken. It's where we experience love. It's within the heart, right? So give it all you got. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. See, we're built to love something with everything we got. And if we don't love God with everything that we've got, with all of our heart, then we just stop short. And we're going to get disappointed eventually because it's not ordered properly. So love God with all your heart, with all of your soul, and I love this one. And this is really crazy. Jesus adds this one in. All of your mind. It's not part of the first reading that we heard in Mass today. Jesus is quoting Deuteronomy in this scripture right here. This is not part of the Deuter Deuteronomy's um, commandment. The mind isn't in there. It's just your heart, your soul, and your strength. That's all Deuteronomy says. So Jesus is changing scripture. Isn't that crazy? Nobody does that. Unless you're God. <laughs> then you can do whatever you want. But I think this is awesome. He puts in there, how do I love God? With my mind. Y'all, that is so true. Because isn't that where we experience our temptations? It always starts with the mind. The first temptation we get from the enemy is right here. It's in the imagination. Right? And then it gets into the emotion. But so Jesus says, love God with your mind. And this is St. Paul will say it a different way, right? St. Paul will say that we come to know Christ through the renewal of our minds. So our intellect is something very, very important. I've got to know Christ. Right? St. Uh, Jerome, the great biblical scholar, he'll say ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. So how can I say I know Jesus if I don't read about him, if I don't know him through the sacred scriptures, this is where he's revealed, right? And so this is important to know him with all of your mind, not just know, love him with your mind, right? 
And I think, again, this is built into us. Whenever you're, built, whenever you're in relationships, especially at the beginning of relationships, right? College students know this well. You're thinking about that person all the time. They're always on your mind. And with modern technology today, you can constantly be in touch with each other. You're texting each other. You're snapping each other all day long. Right? And then what happens at that day that all of a sudden the girl that you're like liking, like they don't respond to your text message right away? <laughs> it's like she's mad at me. Oh my gosh, what did I say? Let me go back and look at my text messages. Was, did I say something that was just stupid? You know? Like what's going on? Well, no. And see, that's why, because we're built to love something with all of our mind. And that something can only be satisfied is God. So this is what Jesus is getting at, right? It's to be all in. And it's the only way that we're going to truly, truly be happy, right? Is whenever we're all in. And so he, he references this in light of the commandments. He, there's, whenever you look at the Ten Commandments, there's two tablets, right? The first tablet, you could say, is love of God, right? I am the Lord your God. You shall not have any strange gods besides me. The second commandment, don't take the name of the Lord in vain. Like, that's a big one. I think in our culture today, we just flippantly let God's name roll off of our tongue in unholy ways. <laughs> we just say it that way. And I don't know why. Why do we have to use his name? Why can't you use somebody else's name? You know? Like whenever you stub your toe or you get mad at somebody, why can't why don't you just go, oh, Bambi? You know? Why do you have to use his name? Right? I don't understand that. But anyway, that's the second commandment. Like, don't use God's name in vain. Like, that's, that's, one of the, that's the top two. And the third one, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't right. Um, the third one is to keep holy the Sabbath, right? This one's awesome, right? This one is really cool because we saw this one. We, all of them, Jesus says, the commandments are not something written on stone. They're written on your heart. And so whenever COVID hit and the churches got shut down, oh my gosh, so masses weren't mandatory, right? It wasn't an obligation to come to mass. But how many of you still felt like something was missing? Yeah, yeah. We felt something was missing. Even though the church lifted the obligation, it was no longer a mortal sin. There's something within our hearts that said, no, something's missing. And in our search... I know in college life, in our search for the purpose and meaning of life, many times you end up going, okay, i got to get back to church. That's what's missing in my life. Why? Because it's written on our hearts. We're meant to do what? Give honor and worship to God on Sundays. You see, we come to Mass, not for ourselves. We come to Mass so that we can give honor and worship that is due to God and to God alone. And when we don't do that, man... We feel it. That's called our conscience. <laughs> That's a good thing. If you've felt that before, it's a good thing because it urges us back into right living, right? So that's the first two. So whenever Jesus says, you want to know what's the most important thing? Love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul. First of all, follow those three. You do those three, that's going to be putting those words of love into action, right? So the, the laws of God are written on our heart. And so the second one is love your neighbor as yourself. That's the other commandments, right? That's commandments number four through ten, right? Those have to do with our neighbor, right? So what are they? It was really good for me to, like, 
review these today as I was preparing for the homily. It was like, man, I got to go look them up because, I mean, shoot, the Jews have 613. I can't remember 10, right? And so I had to write them down. I got them right there. Um, <laughs> so the fourth one, right? Honor your mom and dad. That's important, and that's sometimes a tough one too. And how many times do we, I confess it, and I know other people have to confess it too. Like, I just feel like I don't do good honor to my family, to my mom and dad, right? Um, Number five, don't kill anybody. Well, most of us, probably none of us have really ever done something like that. Um, And don't commit adultery. Be faithful to your spouse, right? That's number six. Fornication also falls underneath that one. That's why many people will feel like they'll follow, you know, me and my girlfriend, we messed up again. Well, it's, it's, it's written in our hearts. We feel this. Something happens. Well, yeah, I break a commandment, right? Number seven, don't steal. Number eight, don't bear false witness against your neighbor. That has to do with lying, right? And man, does that happen all the time? Like, you know, social media, gosh, bearing false witness, lying about somebody just to defame their character, right? This is what Jesus is getting at. Love your neighbor yourself. I don't want someone lying about me. I don't want someone making something up about me, especially if it's something really, really bad, right? That's just not good. And number nine and ten, I think we're cool. And this was like God really spoke to my heart about these today. Number nine, you shall not covet your neighbor's wife. I always thought, well, like, well, isn't that the same as number six? (laughs) Right? Isn't that the same as adultery? It's not. Covet. What that means is to yearn or or want to possess something. So what the commandment is saying, don't yearn and want to possess your neighbor's wife. So it's, it's the heart, right? And Jesus will later on say that, right? If you've looked at a woman lustfully, you've already committed adultery in the heart. You've already coveted her. You might want to possess that which isn't yours, even though you haven't even touched her, right? So this is where like pornography and stuff falls underneath this commandment. That's why there's something within our hearts that's like, oh man, I got to get that off my heart. Because I know something is messed up right there in, in viewing that. Because I'm wanting to possess and take something that doesn't belong to me, right? You shall not covet your neighbor's goods, right? Again, don't yearn, possess for what they have that you don't have. And so this is what Jesus is getting at. Do you really want to be happy? Yeah, well then, basically follow the Ten Commandments. That's what he's getting at. Love the Lord you got with everything you got. Why? Because you're made for it. This is your purpose. This is why we're, why we, why we're here. It's because we're made to give our life to something greater than ourselves. And if we don't do that, then we're always going to feel something inside that's a little empty, right? Because we're not fulfilling everything that we're made to do. You know, we can look at it again with that football analogy, the commandments, right? In football, there's, there's certain things you don't do in football. So you could say the first thing, there might be 613 things that you don't do, but you can say one thing is that whenever you get the ball, don't take off running towards the other team's goal, right? Don't do that. That's not a good idea, right? That's one thing that you don't do. Another thing you don't do in football is that whenever you're um, running, like don't tackle your own teammate. Not real smart. Sometimes you need to know what you're not supposed to do rather than what you should be doing, right? And so I think that's important because, guys, sometimes we got to know what we shouldn't be doing in order to know what we should be doing because if, if we're honest, like, it's hard being human sometimes. It really is. It's tough. But if we can get these two little rules straight, then it makes life a whole lot easier. 
and asking myself the question, is what I'm going to be doing, is this next action I'm going to do, going to be something that's going to lead me closer to God, to love Him with all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength? Or is it going to pull me away from that? It's a simple question. Because it just, it really, it, 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 it involves love. That's what Jesus is getting at. Notice how many times he said love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love him. You know, so this is what love is really all about. God doesn't want us to, to think that he's like this big taskmaster and fearful of God. No, it's, it's rooted in love. If we love him, we're not going to break those commandments. And if we don't break those commandments, then we're living a good life. We're living the life of the righteous, of the saints, so to speak. Right? So this is our call. It's not that difficult. Just remember those two little things this week. Right? How am I, how's these actions I'm doing helping me to love God? Right? With all my heart, mind, and soul. And, and is there something in my life, if I haven't been following these, is there something in my life that's tugging at me to come back? I need to go and get off my chest, right? To come talk to the priest and the confessional. To just come and sit and Father, I just got to pray with you. I just got to get this off. Because I'm not, I'm not ordered right, right now. And, and I know I'm made for something more, right? So let us live the way that God has created us to live. And in that, we will be living the life of the blessed. Amen?